0: if you dare, to this Sundown 96.6 presentation. Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. something ghostly
1: that sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. Welcome to Chillin' with Cult Class. My name's Caitlin, and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. So, we got our cat.
2: We got a cat.
1: (laughs) We got a cat. We both are not cat people.
2: I think I'm a little more of not of a cat person than
1: you. More of a not of a cat person, but you're kind of becoming a cat person.
2: Uh, It's a pretty cool cat.
1: Yeah, be honest with the listeners. It's a a cool cat. Cats are like... We talked about this in the last episode because we didn't know if they were related to lions, which is ridiculous in retrospect. (laughs) But we talked about how awesome they are, what good hunters they are, and her reflexes are ridiculous.
2: Oh my gosh, yes. Um, She's so quick. You got that little... You know, uh,
1: feather, the feather string thing? Yeah.
2: And her eyes, it she like tracks it faster than you, you do move it. With, it. You, it's yes. It's crazy. She's so fast. And when she like pounces, um, It's
1: kinda she's, scary. She I
2: it freaks the heck <laughs> out of me. Yeah. I'm always like I just, like I feel like I look at you like a kid who like does something wrong with his parent or something. I'm like, Caitlin, help me like this is kinda I don't know. I'm like new to cats. I don't know anything about them. So this is like a whole yeah. new avenue for me.
1: And she has her claws, of course. Like we've
2: seen them. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them. Yeah, scared the heck out of me that first night. She was like clawing on the side of that perch or whatever she's mm-hmm. up on. And uh, yeah, I can see those doing like some for real damage.
1: Oh, for real. We're counting on it because she's going to be our pest control on yeah. our homestead. Yeah. So. we got to
2: cancel our pest control company and and hire her. Give her yeah. a, give her a name tag and a hat. Exact. You know.
1: That was the cutest image in my head.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Little employee of the month placard, you know.
1: Employee of the month. She'll be (laughs) Oh my gosh. She's named Ripley after Alien, of course. Of
0: course. You're going out there to destroy them, right? Not to study. Not to bring back. But to wipe them out.
1: So it'll the movie Alien. So it'll be Ripley's pest control. Uh, Come on. Employee of the month. Oh my gosh, we have to create this. Yeah,
2: and then uh, she's
1: in. Maybe I'll just collage like a hat and a a uniform on her. I love
2: it. And then she can start hiring employees. Yeah, she'd be manager, obviously. Obviously. Or
1: owner. No, we're owners. Yeah, yeah. we're Uh not giving her
2: that much. No, she can't Uh have any equity. Come on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's just working.
2: She's just a 1099er.
1: (laughs) She's living here rent free. Come
2: on.
0: That's it, man. Game over, man. game over.
2: And then her, she's in Ripley's room, obviously. That's her space. And yeah, uh, she came with like a couple toys and other like cat stuff, yeah. you know. And we got her stuff, so she's looking pretty good. We'll keep you guys updated.
1: Yeah, so we and we rescued her from this family that was so sweet, but it turns out one of their kids is very allergic to cats, mm-hmm. so it wasn't working out. So she's already trained and everything, and yeah, um, she's
2: doing great.
1: Yeah, just happy girl. So we're we're happy to have her, and so are the goats. <laughs> Everybody's happy to the, well, okay, the dogs aren't. Let's happy be
2: real. Come guy. on, the dogs we. Go downstairs to go see her, right? And I think that they think there's another dog downstairs or something. They think
1: the goats are ugly dogs. Yeah. And then they think that, I think, we have another ugly dog of some kind downstairs.
2: (laughs) Because in their reality, every other animal is just another version of a dog. weird,
1: weird, ugly dog. Mm -hmm. Other news in our life, we built our... Chicken Coop.
2: Chicken Coop is built.
1: Chicken Coop is built. Yep. Chickens are coming.
2: Chickens are ordered and on the way.
1: Yeah, and you guys can follow our homestead adventures because we are learning as we go, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. At Nightwalker on Instagram. Nightwalker Outdoors on Instagram. Um, so that was really exciting. And other not animal related news, for anybody who doesn't care about that, which I don't know who that would be. <laughs> So we watched this, like, cult documentary last night that Nick got an ad for, and I'm always down for cult documentaries because, uh, for obvious reasons. Obvious. And so it's called Stolen Youth, and it was on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And I don't really personally recommend it unless you are really interested in the psychology and sociology of cults. But it was so dark.
2: It's a very dark one. Viewer discretion advised, for sure.
1: Yeah, so... Oh my gosh, it's still disturbing me. We just happened to watch it last night, so that's why I wanted to mention it. And it's really a great depiction of like the ways that people mm. um, bring people into cults. Because one of my favorite sayings is that nobody ever joins a cult uh, knowingly, right? You know, you join a... A program to get better a weight loss program a study thing a self-help group whatever but you never join a cult and so this is this documentary really depicts out this guy um manipulates their bunch of college students Mm -hmm. into joining a cult and listening to him and he takes all their money and separates them from their families and tortures them and um aside from Jonestown It is one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. Yeah, Uh,
2: these these kids with uh, all the potential in the world lost uh, like 10 years of their life to this guy Yes, are are still recovering. It was was an absolutely terrible, terrible person.
1: Terrible person. And yeah, they were students at Sarah Lawrence, which is an amazing college and uh, some of them were Columbia students, Harvard students. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not... uh, If you ever have any preconceived notions about cults, it's not like people who don't have brains or who are you know, drone like robot people right, right. not intelligent. They're oftentimes very intelligent people who just get caught up yep. in a bad thing. So uh stolen youth. On that H- was Hulu. not fun yeah. on Hulu. But we also have been watching The Last of Us.
2: Oh yes, we're a couple episodes behind, but uh pretty awesome. Pretty
1: best, awesome. Best game ever.
2: Oh, 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 oh yeah. Aside from the <laughs> yeah, the game's outstanding. Not being like a video game person, uh, it was like the coolest thing ever to play. Yes. It was so cool.
1: The first Last of Us and the second Last oh, of yeah. Us. And if mm-hmm. you if you are into video games or if for some reason you've never played Last of Us and you are into video games, cannot recommend it enough. And now the show is like really great oh, yeah. comparatively. So mm-hmm. it's on HBO and, and we're enjoying that. One last thing before we jump into this week's episode we went, we went to a United.
2: United States <laughs> University.
1: United <laughs> States <laughs> University of um, Connecticut.
2: Women's. <laughs>
1: <I was gonna laughs> <it> UConn <laughs> game. And I started saying United States, but we went to uh, the University of Connecticut, a UConn women's basketball game the other night. Go a uh, Go Huskies, right. Which is a dream come true for me because I, I like idolized this team growing up. And I've never been to a game in person, mm-hmm. and um, and I got to go with my dad and my mom. But my dad, who taught me how to play basketball, and I played basketball through college. Uh, I wasn't like a big basketball star. I played intramural in, in college just <laughs> just for anybody who. I, so nobody calls me out like, "Hey, you didn't really play I'm on." Not firing a, you on yeah, any teams Yeah, you were out on a Division One teams out there. <laughs> I was looking you up. Um, so it was just. A wild, awesome night, yeah. and their coach for the last 30-plus years, Gino Ariema, coached, which was an amazing thing to see. Mm-hmm. And they and how won. how about that game? Yes. They won barely.
2: Down to the last, like, 10 seconds. It was tied. And last
1: two seconds. Boom. Yeah. yeah it, it all hung on the balance of a foul shot with yes. the other team. Uh-huh. So they were tied. Then the girl got fouled. Yep. And, and
2: choked because she missed.
1: She missed it. And
2: then they're we going down to our side, then we got fouled, then hit it. That was it. It was
1: amazing. But you know when, like, it's like you, when you're rooting for a team and the other team fails, and, like, when this girl missed the foul shot, we were all like,
2: yeah! <laughs> felt so you're bad. you
1: loser! Like, <laughs> yeah! You won't. It. What
2: pressure that was. Yeah, through.
1: we were like all screaming at this poor girl. Oh my and gosh. then after that, I was like, oh, I feel like an awful person. Oh, she's probably like kicking herself. Oh, side.
2: what a terrible night she probably had.
1: Like, as if any of us in the stadium or in the stands could have done any better. Oh, come on, We are no Screaming way. at this poor girl who missed yeah. the foul shot.
2: Oh, but that was an incredible game. The, the incredible. facilities were top notch. Uh, it was awesome.
1: It's a dynasty. And like a, in the college world, UConn is definitely an incredible program. So.
2: Basketball capital of the country that that's what
1: they yeah their flag said Whoa. basketball capital of the country or something right like something like that so pretty cool it was amazing um in other news i am now part of the sundown 96.6 family as in i'm helping run it and uh just helping with the programming and chilling with Colt class our podcast is on there And it's just so fun. And if you guys are into sci-fi, horror, weird stuff, which you probably are if you're listening to this podcast, check out sundown966.com and you can listen to the station 24-7 there. Uh, There are other incredible podcast shows on there. There's merch on there. We got a Chillin' with Cult Class um, crop circle crew t-shirt that my friend John designed and James... That we know does editing on this show, does the editing on Sundown, so it sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. And check it out. Just check it out. You can listen to it anytime. And we're just having so much fun with it. That's the news we got for this week. And now we can jump into your UFOs in the news.
0: Greetings, Earthlings, from Sundown 96.6 FM. This message is to inform you of the following... If you have ever experienced something creepy in your life from a ghost to a UFO, please submit your story on the contact page of our website, sundown966.com. If you create scary and science fiction music, please submit your music for radio play consideration on the contact page of our website, sundown966.com. Thank you for listening. And thank you for participating. From all of us here at Sundown 96.6 FM, this ends message. Yeah.
1: So last weekend, February 10th, the United States government shot down an unidentified object, that's what they called it, flying object, over Alaska. And then over the weekend, they shot down, it was like two or three more objects that were unidentified that Mm -hmm. were flying over uh, Canada and some other parts of the U.S. So it was very Roswell vibes because... Initially, they were like, well, it's a, it might be a weather balloon. And it was after the Chinese weather balloon was shot down. And I didn't even know weather balloons were still a thing. Side note. <laughs> no that, that was the Roswell cover story, you know, 70-plus uh, years ago. Right. So it was like, oh, okay. So it felt very staged. It felt very odd. Like, why would the government suddenly shoot down something that it can't identify? What if it was manned? You know, it, it, to exactly. me, it didn't add up. It was like... There's no way they don't know what this is.
2: Oh, that's what I was telling you. There's no, that is so much liability for a nation to hold to shoot down something that they don't know what it is. So that is not true.
1: Yeah. That was like, so all weekend, everything was buzzing. Mm-hmm. All my friends in the UFO community were, you know, on high alert, checking the news, trying to figure out what was going on. Um, you know, a few people texted me that the aliens were here and oh things gosh. like that. And, uh, and, of course, now the government has come out and said none of it was related to off-world objects of any kind or any extraterrestrial objects. Right. Uh, they think they were part of private companies and, like, hobbyist groups. Now they're saying that it might have been, like, a hobbyist balloon that they shot down.
2: Unreal. So, I th- this, this, I'm this glad you brought this up because this really plays in well to our uh, paranormal, paranormal news <laughs> of the week uh, from last week or the week before where... They are discrediting all Bigfoot sightings and mm-hmm. saying that they're all bears. And now they're saying that all of these UFO encounters that have, or were shot down or whatever are not UFOs. So they're really so odd. bringing it all back. It's
1: like, wait, you didn't you really didn't know what it was and now is a hobbyist balloon or something.. Like, and the other thing when it all came out was like there's no way, according to reports of true UAPs and UFOs, uh, in recent years, they move at incredible speeds and right. make incredible maneuvers. Mm-hmm. And you know, we could, where we would catch them if we could. That's always like kind of what they said. right? Exactly. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, over one weekend, we shoot down four. Like, come on, that doesn't make any sense to no. me. So yeah, the, that I think a lot of it was deflating for a lot of people who were in the Kinda, yeah, community, right? Um, the UFO community who were maybe excited that maybe this was something different, something otherworldly, or maybe some kind of disclosure, but it doesn't seem to be the case.
2: We'll see, and keep listening to Sundown 96.6 for more updates.
0: Now, please stand by for your Paranormal News of the Week.
1: So while we were researching paranormal news for this week, we came across an article from Realtor Magazine about how people, you know, I guess they come across and talk to a lot of people who own homes, and a lot of these people said that they've experienced paranormal activity in their home, and it's actually more people than you'd probably think.
2: So in this article, out of a 1,000 people uh, interviewed, 823 people reported having paranormal experiences, And it's ranging from anywhere from hearing sounds, lights turning off, voices, TVs turning off, doors opening and closing, seeing things, objects moving. And it says, uh, despite the stereotype, October saw only 4% of total hauntings and only 6% of paranormal experiences took place during the infamous witching hour. So I guess all that to say... Oh, wow,
1: at 3 a.m.? Mm-hmm, I guess... And so what... Sorry, what part of the house is the most common?
2: Living room alone in June between two o'clock and two fifty-nine a.m. had the highest uh, rates all across wow. the board.
1: Wow! Uh,
2: and then in you know, June. Mm-hmm. And huh. then, uh, after that, it's August, and then May.
1: Wow! So summer or warmer months
2: mm-hmm. exactly. see the
1: most paranormal activity. Exactly alone makes sense because Mm. i feel like you don't really notice things when there's a lot of people around
2: exactly all the time so just interesting data we'll throw it up on the instagram if you want to check it out it's pretty cool
1: definitely
0: this week's movie club discussion is proudly brought to you by nightwalker outdoors love the outdoors and fitness check out caitlin and nick's business on instagram at nightwalker outdoors and on their website nightwalkeroutdoors.com Enjoy this week's movie club. Welcome to the movie club. Mrs. Wang,
2: Mrs. Wang, are you with us? I am paying attention.
1: Now you may only see a pile of receipts. I see a story.
0: I can see where this story is going. It does not look good.
2: From another universe. I'm here because we need your help.
0: Very busy today, I uh. long time to help you.
2: Across the multiverse. I've seen thousands of Evelyns. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even the skills. There's a great evil spreading throughout the mini-verses. And you Maybe your only chance of
0: stopping it. Don't make me fight you. I am really good. I don't believe you.
2: Wow, that looks really good.
0: He's waiting in the wings The universe he speaks of senseless things Is so much bigger than you,
2: than you realize
0: all Of all the places I could be I just want to share with you Remember our mission Consider the fate of every single world of our infinite multiverse There's no way I am the Evelyn you are looking for. Every rejection, every disappointment
2: has led you here. To this moment. Don't let anything distract you from it.
1: So last week's movie club pick was the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once that came out in 2022, and um, it's definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. It is for <laughs> rewatching it. I <laughs> forgot how strange it can be and how inappropriate it can be <laughs> totally. um, at times, but there is a sense of uh, humor in it, yeah, and like yeah, it's a very playful movie for, for the sure. topic. Definitely. Um, And the acting's amazing. Incredible. It's Uh. just such a big topic.
2: (sighs) Yes. Yes, it is.
1: So for anybody who hasn't seen this movie, first of all, if you're going to watch it, you can always skip ahead. Um, So just skip ahead a few minutes because I might say some spoilers, or Nick might say some spoilers. But So the movie is kind of like a multiverse movie. It's about how... Uh, this family, specifically the mom and the daughter, end up traveling through different realms, universes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in order to fight each other, basically. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, yeah, and the daughter is trying to ruin the world for yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. Ruin existence for everybody, is how I should say, because, like, there isn't one world in this. Well, maybe not in the world oh. of a sense of an earth, but. Sure. Um,. And so, the mom has to stop the daughter from doing this. Yeah, and then the whole thing is just bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. It's oh, just man. so there's a universe with hot dog hands, and there's uh, you know a universe where they're just rocks. Right. Or, uh, oh,
2: it's so silly. Just to, so many things like that.
1: Yeah, and, and I guess you know is. when when I think of this movie. If there are multiple universes and, or parallel universes and endless possibilities then there might be a world where rocks have personalities or mm-hmm. you know different things. So at the core of this film they really portray like uh, a multiverse really well because it's a huge topic.
2: Absolutely. I feel like any other like movie or show that has tried to tackle the subject pales in comparison to this film. They crushed it.
1: They crushed it. I can't. I can't agree more. I mean, again, it's definitely a specific take. Mm-mm. You know, so whoever um, directed it and wrote it, and the, like the artistic decisions are are a certain taste. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but as far as like explaining the multiverse and showing it visually, they just crush it. And I love how the dad pulls up. So the the alpha version of the data, like the first version of the data or whatever. Uh, He's like in this kind of eighties, they have this eighties style van and he (laughs) pulls up like this old, like this map and the map is sort of, sort of looks like a map of our universe, right? but it's a map of all the universes. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool how they visually show you what they're talking about. So you can kind of comprehend because you really, if you start thinking about it, it, it's like, it's way too mind-blowing Yeah, too, really.
2: you, you have just in like pure, like purely conversational, like on the subject, it's it, you'll get lost in the sauce. You need those visual aids. And yes. yeah, they, those visual aids that they, they brought to the movie. Yeah. I feel like anyone can kind of follow it. If you don't, you have to like really pay attention because you can get lost pretty easy. Yeah. Because it is, you know, such kind of like a heady, deep thing. But heady. Um, yeah, they did, they did an awesome job. It was, it's such a fun, fun one. It's uh, a fun one.
1: And it's, and it's sad. It's like, uh, for me, I thought yeah. this movie like really uh, tackles the idea of depression really well, mm. and existentialism and existential crisis really well because um, basically the daughter is has like an existential crisis. Yeah. It's like she can see all universes, and she's like everything means nothing. Right? It's everything all everywhere all at once, and she can see everything everywhere all at once, and. Mm. It's all meaningless, right. is, is, her, is her take on it. And the right. mom, it ultimately comes down to the mom saying at the end, like, well, then why are we finding each other? And why are we trying to see each other? And why do we care about each other? And all that matters is that, you know, this is like love and our know. relationship. Yeah. And something matters because we're here and we're trying. Mm-hmm. So that is what matters. Exactly. And forget multi-universes or all these other ideas or all how heady life can be or no you know we talk about UFOs and stuff not having answers to existence or questions like that when you have such pure emotion and pure relationships in your life that there must be meaning in that and that's sort of where the movie goes and it's like a really beautiful take on like she (laughs) the daughter creates a uh, everything bagel, the bagel, right? Yeah, that she puts all the all the experiences of every universe into, and it's basically like existential dread um, mm-hmm. is kind of what it represents. Mm-hmm. And the mom saves her from it and is like, "Look, like we're just gonna focus on here and now and you and me because that's all we that's have. That's All we have, exactly. And for some reason, we care about it. Yep. And it's like such a beautiful." take on Mm. life and death and existence and so and then it tackles the multiverse which is a totally trippy topic yeah so that's what i think of it i loved it (laughs) do you have anything (laughs) to add
2: i think you said it all
1: yeah it's just so beautiful i i i i can't um emphasize enough if it is not really a rewatch movie it's like a it's a very heady like
2: It's it's like an experience.
1: It's like an experience. It's like hard to
2: experience. You know, it's a one and done, yeah.
1: Yeah, kind uh, of film. Exactly. You know, it's one you revisit like five, ten years from now. Right. And it is nominated for a bunch of Oscars, and the Oscars are coming up, so, you know, if you want to, if you're into that too, like, it's, it's definitely worth watching. And, um... I just think it's such a beautiful movie. I could start crying right now. A I think it's beautiful.
2: Movie. That's, a, that's a perfect way to end.
1: It. Yeah, it's it, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful how uh, it comes together in the end and what it represents. So this week's movie club pick is the movie "The Phenomenon." It's actually a documentary. It came out in 2020, and it is a documentary on unidentified uh, flying objects and different witness accounts and things like that. And it's one of Uh, one of the best UFO documentaries I've ever seen. It also happens to be free on Tubi. Love that Tubi. We love Tubi. So it's free on Tubi. It's called The Phenomenon. It came out in 2020. And I think you guys will really enjoy it. And we'll talk about it next week.
0: You can show your support for this podcast by visiting chillinwithcultclass.com and follow on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. Also, remember to follow Caitlin's out-of-this-world art at cult.class on Instagram. This
2: week's scary story. You believe this is the only universe... It's not just one
1: universe. There's a multiverse.
0: We think, when I say we, just the scientific community, physicists who concern themselves with the very early universe, cosmologists, that the laws of physics as we experience them are set in the very earliest stages of the universe. And quantum fluctuations in everything would be responsible for another universe having slightly different laws of physics than ours because the quantum fluctuations will take it in a slightly different law of physics direction than our universe. And this would just keep going. Every universe that's born, even if it started out sort of the same in the very first instant, a later instant when other laws of physics manifest, could be slightly different.
2: The concept of infinite worlds is a very old idea discussed in the philosophy of ancient Greek atomism which states that the physical world is composed of fundamental indivisible components, known as atoms. Ancient philosophers proposed that infinite parallel worlds arose from the collision of atoms. In the 3rd century BC, philosopher Chrysippus suggested that the world eternally expired and regenerated, effectively suggesting the existence of multiple universes across time. However, the concept of multiple universes has reached maturity only in the time of modern physics. In Dublin in 1952, Erwin Schrodinger gave a lecture in which he warned his audience that what he was about to say might seem lunatic. He said that when his equations seemed to describe several different histories, these were not alternatives, but all really happened simultaneously.
1: This week's scary story stays in the theme of our movie club pick, which was Everything Everywhere All At Once. I wanted to research the multiverse a little bit more on the multiverse theory, so I got some information from LiveScience.com, and it explains the best that I could understand to explain to you guys, so here we go. Multiverse theory suggests that our universe, with all its hundreds of billions of galaxies and almost countless stars spanning tens of billions of light years, may not be the only one. Instead, there may be an entirely different universe distantly separated from ours, and another and another. Indeed, there may be an infinity of universes, all with their own laws of physics, their own collections of stars and galaxies, and maybe even their own intelligent civilizations. It could be that our universe is just one member of a much grander, much larger multitude of universes, a multiverse. One popular theory about the multiverse is inflation theory. Inflation theory describes a hypothetical event that occurred when our universe was very young, less than a second old. In an incredibly brief amount of time, the universe underwent a period of rapid expansion, inflating to become many orders of magnitude larger than its previous size, according to NASA. Inflation of our universe is thought to have ended about 14 billion years ago says helling dang a cosmologist at arizona state university and an expert in multiverse theory however inflation does not end everywhere at the same time dang told live science in an email it is possible that as inflation ends in some region it continues in others thus while inflation ended in our universe there may have been other much more distant regions where inflation continued and continues even today Individual universes can pinch off larger, inflating, expanding universes, creating an infinite sea of eternal inflation, filled with numerous individual universes. In this eternal inflation scenario, each universe would emerge with its own laws of physics, its own collection of particles, its own arrangement of forces, and its own values of fundamental constants. This might explain why our universe has the properties that it does particularly the properties that are hard to explain with fundamental physics, such as dark matter. The biggest piece of evidence for the multiverse is that life exists, particularly intelligent life capable of making cosmological observations. Certain aspects of our universe seem special and important for supporting life, such as the longevity of stars, the abundance of carbon, The availability of light for photosynthesis and the stability of complex nuclei, said McCullen Sandora, an affiliate research scientist at the Blue Marble Space Institute of Science. But all these features are typically not the case if you get handed a random universe, Sandora told Live Science in an email. The multiverse offers one explanation for why all these features are favorable in our universe which is that other universes exist as well, but we observe this one because it's capable of supporting complex life. In other words, so many things had the line up just right in our universe, and if there was only one universe, it likely shouldn't have life in it. But in a multiverse, there are enough chances for life to appear in at least one universe. Perhaps the most mind-bending implication of the multiverse is the existence of doppelgangers. If there are really an infinity of universes, but a finite number of ways to arrange particles in any individual universe, then the same patterns are bound to be repeated eventually. That would mean that at some incredible but finite distance, there would be an exact copy of you listening to the exact copy of this podcast. And because there would be an infinite number of universes, there would be an infinite number of exact scenarios all happening simultaneously. Also in the theme of everything, everywhere, all at once, our listener Derek messaged me. He actually messaged me right before I I had announced that we picked this movie. And he was discussing our episode where I spoke with James um, a few episodes back about how dreams and time all seem to uh, kind of not be linear sometimes and he brought up the topic of eternalism which is a theory that time is not linear in that every moment in time is happening simultaneously all the time and instead of presentism which is that we feel that we are present in one moment um, we are actually present in all moments all the time so that really uh, really rounds out the idea of everything, everywhere, all at once. Because with the multiverse and eternalism and all these theories, um, who knows? Who knows what is really going on? Uh, but just like everything, everywhere, all at once emphasizes, um, we have now and we have each other and we have what we know. And I hope you guys just have a wonderful week and thank you for listening to the podcast and we will see you next Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So thank you for chilling with us.
0: This has been a Sundown 96.6 FM production.